You are listening to the Amen Corner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. For more information about the Amen Corner, please follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social media. Welcome to Season 7, Episode 34 of the Amen Corner. He's Stephen Cook. And he's still Brad Rothschild. I still am, and it's the last episode of the season. Episode like, 34. It took yeah, us a little extra time to get here. This, it this did. Time we, we've been, a, what was it, two weeks we haven't delivered a podcast? Well, it was July 4th. And We're traveling. Weekend, it was yeah. travel involved. I mean, you know. But what about last weekend? We just slacked off. It's <laughs> like, eh. Flying around. Nobody cares. Then I got emails like, Hey, what happened to the podcast? Like, oh, <laughs> we got to yeah. do that, huh? But this is it. This is the last one before the summer hiatus. So, um, uh, speaking of summer, is yes. it toasty in New York? Ooh, it is hot as hell. Hot as balls, huh? Yep. Like hot. a witch's tit could not be cold. Could not possibly be cold in Washington at this point. It would be melted. It would right. It would have melted because it was ice cold, and now it's melted. Exactly. It's cold. It's hot everywhere. Everywhere. It's Dude, just they, hot. they shut down the Acropolis in Greece because it's too hot. They did? Yeah. I feel like a couple of weeks ago while we were on our long extended hiatus, um, yeah. they reported the planet's hottest day in history. Yeah. And we missed that because we were on hiatus. We were on hiatus. <laughs> But it was so hot. It was, the, it was hot. It was like 62 or 63 degrees on average. So what that means is it's yeah. really hot where it's summer and it's not really cold yeah. where it's winter. I saw so, that Antarctica is not getting cold enough this year. Yeah. And there was some, it was like 90 plus degrees somewhere above the Arctic Circle. I don't know. We're melting. We're melting. There was a huge story in the Washington Post yesterday about how hot it's been in Phoenix. And it's been... Hot in Phoenix for like two weeks and there's no end in sight. And people are getting injured because of the heat. Not necessarily heat stroke or anything like that, but like they're getting burned by the seatbelts in their car. That if they turn That's on the outside hot. water yeah. out of the it's, hose, the water is like Oh my god. Oh my god, I can see that that the hose is like spreading. Like, don't hot go outside water. like for a second without shoes on. Have you ever been like in a really hot place with no shoes on? On the beach. I was it's, once, it's horrible. I remember vividly being in the Negev, like in the yep. in the southern part of Israel, yep. and I, we were staying at somebody's house on a moshav, and I walked outside mm. with no shoes on, and it was like the most pain I think I've ever been in in my life. It was so it's, hot. It, when you, it's unbearable. The bottom of your feet, right? Yeah, unbearable. But wait, before we move on yeah. to our non-Jewish non-zionist listeners what is a moshav oh it's a like kibbutz light yeah it's a communal settlement that is not exactly a kibbutz because a kibbutz at least a traditional kibbutzim uh was hardcore socialist did not allow ownership of personal property it was like a kid's house like you need to live with your parents right well back in the day back in the day But, but a moshav allows people to own their own property and businesses and they're it's sort of like a co-op mm. where people live in it's like a village where people live together and they there's some shared 
stuff, but there's more private enterprise. But there's private enterprise on kibbutz now. Too. Oh yeah, I was at a kibbutz last time I was in Israel. That was a multi conglomerate kind of yes. thing. Yeah, it's pretty pretty. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Israel's not doing great, great right now. I, uh, our friends, Evan and Jamie, uh, who are listeners to the Outman Corner, Jamie sent me a video of, uh, shutting down highway. She was oh, yeah. out there. Uh, it's so. bad. I mean, the, the, um, the judicial push is, uh, proceeding. Meanwhile, fell, hit his head in the hospital. Yeah. I saw that. And you he's going to be all right though. Unfortunately, he's going to be okay. <laughs> oh my God. That's is that wrong to say? I mean, that, does that make no, me a bad person? No, I mean, does that make me a bad Zionist if I say I that? I mean, no, because that's what that's what like half of uh, half of uh, Israel said. They're like, oh, more. damn. I think more not. than half. Yeah, possibly, but it's not good. I, I mean, look, we've talked about this in previous episodes. Like, for real, for real, I have friends there who are talking about like what their exit strategy is. Like, it's friend, not good. I got a friend here who, you know, does similar stuff to what I do. He's he's certainly to the right of me on many uh-huh. issues, including Israel. And he just got back and he's like, man, I'm, Israel's just messed up. I'm giving up on that place. Really? Yeah. I mean, he was saying that it's just it, – he, he said it, it reminds him of kind of like post-Trump chaos. Yeah. Like post-Trump election chaos. Um. It's a, and that they're me, going down that road. To me, it's a little different because um, I don't see the people who are fighting against the current government. I don't see them giving up anytime soon. Like, I don't see this petering out. Right. It's only getting stronger. And certainly in the last week, as they're trying to push through this, right. um, How, this reasonableness from, standard. I saw pictures from Tel Aviv and it looked huge. But some of the news reports said that. Uh, they weren't as big as they, the protests weren't as big as they had been in the spring. Are you talking about today's protest or no, last I'm talking about from a, for in the last week or two? Dude, they went to the airport. Tens yeah, of thousands I know. of people I know. I saw went a video of Helmut Olmert, the former yeah. prime minister in the airport. Yeah. But I, I'm talking about just in terms of sheer numbers of I people think, in the streets. I think as the, the second and third readings of this, uh, you know, reasonableness standard bill, yeah. It's going to get worse. It's going to intensify. The numbers right. are going to get stronger or bigger. And the opposition is going to get stronger. I, I don't know how they're going to move forward with this. Right. Because, look, I'm sure you've read this too. There are uh, pilots who are yep. saying, we're not going to report him right. for training. Yeah. And without an army, like, uh, the country can't function. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to put this to the current government, but. And there, and you know, BB's like, oh, we just, okay, so you know, we can make do with a couple of fewer battalions, right? I'm not, I'm sure, not sure about that's that, true. especially since you know, uh, one of the things that I've been, I actually wrote about was the fact that the Ir- Iranians are seeking to have been actually uh, seeking to kind of unify uh, different proxies to coordinate pressure on the Israelis, so. You know, it's not a good time. What this guy was saying to me, he's like, hey, you know, uh, I came away feeling like the Iranians couldn't have done a better job than the Israelis are doing to themselves right now. That's probably true. But I think um, if anything would galvanize Israeli society, it would be an attack by Iran or Iranian proxies. So I would hope that Iran would uh, exercise a little bit 
of discretion and not do this yeah. because it will certainly, in my mind, backfire on yeah. Iran. Yeah. I, don't think, I don't think it's a good plan. I think, that, I think they'd be Not better off just geniuses, but I think they'd be better off hanging back and letting it all play out. Uh, well, I think own. what they're doing is, is that they are trying to take advantage of it. No, I get it. But right. I think to take advantage of it, there would be hang back and just let it play out. You can take advantage. Right. Again, if you attack, all the opposition goes away because there's an external threat. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, an existential I'm, I, what I'm saying is that the, I'm not convinced that the Iranians see it that way. But well, maybe we should talk to them, you and I. I mean, we can explain it. I mean, you know, we have an understanding of the region that me, they can relate to. Meanwhile, yes, Jews are in the news again here in the United States. Wait, 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 wait! Jews are always in the news. Come on! It's like, <laughs> oh, today the Jews are in the news. Like, did you yeah. see the Did you see the RFK Junior thing? I did because you COVID said it to is me. targeted. Yeah, it's so tell, technically tell, targeted. Tell everybody what happened. So RFK was at some RFK Junior. Junior. RFK Robert Junior. F. Kennedy Junior. The anti-vax, the crazy son, theorist, the crazy lunatic, son of Robert Kennedy Senior was at some dinner on the east side of on, Manhattan. On the east side of Manhattan, in which he said that COVID was ethnically targeted. It was targeted Caucasians and black people. Yeah, and, and it was created to spare. Created to spare. To spare Jews. Ashkenazi Jews. Ashkenazi Jews. Thank you. And me. Chinese people. And Chinese, interestingly enough. Yes. Because yes. the Chinese created it. So yeah, exactly. And then, now, that wouldn't really explain why the entire country of China was shut down for like three years. <laughs> or and it also explain wouldn't that, explain like how, how I got COVID, how you how, got COVID, how Lauren how, got COVID, my kids got COVID, my mom. Plenty of Ashkenazi people who we know, including ourselves, as you pointed out, had COVID. Not to mention... We all know people who older people who did die from it. So we're Jewish. So wait, so so what do you what do we think R F K Junior's explanation is for all the Jews who died? Or when you, or when you're or got a, sick? when you're insane, you don't need to explain stuff. Okay, but it, it, there, it, he is he's certainly insane. Yes, there's no question. But, but he's also a dangerous anti semite. Yes, he's dangerous because his his voice is being amplified right now, right by, by all these tech like, bros, tech bros, exactly, who, who are using and him to hurt Joe Biden. Did you Biden. watch the video? If you watch the video, I watched the video that was at the New York Post, and there are people just sitting there listening to him. No one got up and said, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" When does anybody ever stand up and say, "What I don't the know, fuck?" If, if someone said that to me, if I was sitting there, yes. if someone said that, I'd be like, "Excuse me." Excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt you here and be like, but, what the fucking fuck is wrong with you, you anti-Semitic shitbag? But that's what makes you special. <laughs> and most people are either... Such, as my mother would call stummies, they would sit there through it? L listen, you know that expression um, when Trump took office, people started talking about, now I understand how a genocide can happen because... All you need is one third of the people to be radicalized and the other one third, third. to be quiet. Right. And, and then the other third right. is going to be exterminated. Right. So exactly. all it takes is for somebody to sit there and not say anything. And that's the easiest thing in the world to do. 
it mean, takes a, it takes a certain amount of bravery and courage to stand up and say, uh, especially in a room filled with people who are predisposed to liking him and to right. being receptive I mean, to his messaging. Yeah, I'm crazy. Like, I, yeah. I think the polls, those early polls showing he had like between 14 and 20 percent had to have been wrong. That's nonsense. But he still no has Democrats are going to vote for him. Right. He still right? has some significant number in the high single digits, plus the amplification of people like Elon Musk, Dan yeah. Sachs. And others. It's interesting because he's positioning himself as like the first podcast candidate, right? And he's appealing to men who listen to like right. Joe Rogan. Right. But here's the thing. We, as we know from on the left, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. And we know on the right from Ron DeSantis that if you run for the president of Twitter, you're unlikely to do well. So if you run to be the president of like bro podcasts, and are we part of bro podcasts? I mean, we're bros. Yeah. And some people have even said that we have a bro vibe on the <laughs> podcast, but I think I don't really think that we're part of the broniverse. <laughs> I like that. I really right. don't. I we're, think we're. I guess we're in the fringe, or like the. I, I mean, because yeah. the Broniverse seems to be like pretty right. That's what I'm saying. Reactionary. Like, yeah, right? yeah. Right. Okay. You and so, I were like on like Pod Save America vibe, <laughs> right? Right. Okay. I so feel like those guys they, have a big following. So I feel like I'm they have a bigger following. I Although I did not review Ben Rhodes' book very well. So oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was before the. I mean, it wasn't the. It wasn't the review that I did of Jared Kushner's book, which was like. This that is the was, worst book I ever that read. Was, that was pretty brutal. Yeah. It was a nice takedown, by the way. It was a nice takedown. The yeah. Rhodes book was a takedown too, but I like I took them both very seriously. And Rhodes yeah. was obviously was better than Jared Kushner's, but it had problems. Anyway, so I don't know, like what the fucking fuck with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. He's also like one of these guys, like uh, Vivek Ramaswamy or whatever his name is, like. Yeah. Uh, let's just give half of Ukraine to the Russians. Right. So that's that's what I was going to say. You and I right. were talking about this a little bit earlier. There is a strain of uh, isolationism that has always been prevalent in American society. Yeah. And now it's taken the form of basically saying that Putin should be able to do whatever he wants. Right. And the Ukrainians should just capitulate. That, okay, we shouldn't be supporting them, and we should end the war now and just say, let's yeah, just there freeze are, in place and let Putin there get away are, with what he did. You know, there are foreign policy realists and, and the kind of libertarian stri uh, strain of foreign policy thinkers who, who whose view is, is that, you know, Russia has never been the problem, that it's China, and that we should really have enlisted right, Russia right, against right. China. And that we should, you know, essentially accommodate the Russians. And we played this completely, completely wrong. And that the Ukrainians, it's a fantasy to believe that the Ukrainians are going to push win. the Russians yeah. out of the Donbass. And who's, Crimea. Push who's pushing that idea? Uh, that Like John Mearsheimer. A lot of folks from Cato. Number yeah. of other libertarian thinkers. Now, yeah. that that's part of the foreign policy ecosystem. Yeah, yeah. Um, People like uh, people, even people served in the Obama administration. Charlie Kupchin, who was the senior director for uh, European affairs in the second Obama administration, that's essentially his view. So that we have to get down to some sort of negotiation here. Um, that his view is 
the Ukrainians aren't going to win. And this is prolonging. This is, is a problem. So we so, should just appease Putin. Well, but, but then there's the through line of like crazy conspiracy theorists. Yeah. Vax deniers, yep, yep. you know, COVID truthers who it's believe so interesting. this also. It's so interesting, like that Venn diagram of anti-vaxxers and... Um, right. Well, because they believe also that, you know, the United States has chemical weapons facilities in Ukraine. Hunter Biden and his laptop were on the board of Burisma, but, which is a Ukrainian gas company. Yes, but... These are all Russian talking points. Yeah, well, yes, they're all Russian talking <laughs> so points. So can we talk like about RFK that for a second? Jr. and a variety of other folks like them. Tucker, uh, Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson. For example. Right. These, they're parroting the Russian worldview. Right. And I feel like that's problematic, to well, put it mildly. Oh, wait. Can we just let's, – let's put a pin in that for a second yeah, oh, and go wait. back to – yeah, yeah, yeah. Put a pin <laughs> okay. in it. And let's go. Damn it. Go and ahead. let's go back to RFK Jr. for a second. Yeah. Now, many members of his family have distanced themselves from him. That's and have true. Denounced him. That's true. But has anybody denounced him after this particular statement about, about Ashkenazi Jews and the Chinese? I feel like that just came out in the last day or so, right? Okay. I'm going to be looking out for that. Let me ask you another question. Yeah. Because I saw in that article that you sent me, they also talked about like, there's a lot of farting at this dinner. Like, did yeah, you read anything lunatic, about that? There's this, this whole crazy story about some weirdo PR guy who's involved in the. First of all, you know who you know who uh, uh, Kennedy's campaign manager is? Dennis Kucinich, the former oh, congressman Jesus. from Ohio, who, who actually was one of the few people who got uh, Operation Iraqi Freedom right. He voted against it. In any event. Um, and then there was some creepy PR guy who yeah. is on the campaign. And, like, there was some debate at this dinner about climate change. And he got into it with some other guy, the creepy guy. And then the creepy the, and then the creepy guy just started farting to shut everybody. Really? Everybody screaming, I'm farting. It's totally nuts. What have we become? I, I know. <laughs> Honestly, what have we become? Camelot ain't what it used to be, I guess. Jesus Christ. But you know. Camelot was of, never really what it was. No. Well, what people true. imagined. But, but you mentioned, um, you know, Dennis Kucinich is advising uh, right. uh, RFK Jr.'s campaign. And then in this article that you sent me, it talked about another advisor for the RF Kennedy Jr. campaign on Israel issues. Mort Klein. Mort Klein. Like, what the fuck? That, what's he going to say now? I he's think more he clients an Ashkenazi Jew. He is. Uh, he's also he, a serial sexual harasser. And plus, he's an asshole. Plus, he's an asshole. And his politics are beyond whack. Well, what's with the – and so you sent me the thing you, – you pointed out the Mort Klein thing. Yeah. And then I sent back that that guy Jonathan Tobin from, uh, from JNS, Jewish News Service, wrote this big long piece defending moms for liberty. <laughs> Who like – Happily quote Hitler. Hitler. What's with these crazy Jews? Even if you're quoting Hitler out of context. Yes. Here's the thing. Don't quote Hitler. They're like, oh, we didn't know. Yeah, well, we didn't. We he we were saying something else. Like, do yourselves and everybody. I misspoke. That's what RK Junior is going to say. Is I misspoke. Just do not quote Hitler. If you're looking for quotes, historical quotes. But like, why are people genocidal maniacs? Why are Jews defending people who are so 
obviously opposed to Jews. I, I mean, the Moms I for Liberty are like, they're, they're coming yeah, for us. They really are. They really moms, are coming moms for Moms for Liberty is a fascist, fascist organization. Fascist organization. I mean, <laughs> it's so perfect for our age. It's the Moms for Liberty. They're, they're for anything but liberty. I mean, seriously. They're also known as KKK Karens. KK Karens. KKK yeah. Nice. Yeah. I think there must I think there must be a Moms for Liberty chapter. Not in New York City. County. There must be. Yeah, because there's no there's been lots of controversy over LGBTQ stuff in the schools this summer. Of course there is. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Driven by actually Moms for Liberty as well as conservative Muslim and conservative Christian families in the district. So yeah, so now it's interesting that conservative Christians are looking to align themselves now with Muslims. Right, when they're stoked Islamophobia for yes. so many years. I mean, who is against the, the Khazarai over the Ground Zero Mosque and the DPS yeah. Ports World when the Emirati uh, Ports Management bought the New York Ports from a British Ports Management Services company? I mean, and just the... Just the random, basic, everyday stuff that Christian nationalists and their spokespeople in the right-wing ecosystem have said about Muslims over 20 or more years, and now they're, like, aligned. Politics makes strange bedfellows. I'm going to read to you a couple of names, uh, a couple of nicknames of Moms for Liberty. Oh, nice. All right. I think you'll enjoy. Okay. Clanned Karenhood. Assholes with casseroles. Min- You're going to love this next one. Minivan Taliban. <laughs> Mary KKK. <laughs> and, and the last one, Betty Crackers. <laughs> I can't wait. I got to go to an anti Moms for Liberty protest and carry signs that say all of those things. Yes, exactly. Twatsies. Oh, my God. Where did you get that? Somebody send it to me. Oh, you got to send it to me. Twatsies. Oh. <laughs> That's what my father would have liked the best. Probably. I think everybody's <laughs> father would have liked that the best. Oh, my God. The Twatsies. Oh, look. The Twatsies are here. So great. Oh, I, I send God. it to you so you can enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So anyway, we were going – RFK. We put a I pin. I wanted to know. We, we put a pin in something. We put a, oh, we put a pin in Ukraine. Yeah. I mean, it may very well be that the Ukrainian, you know, counteroffensive sputters and then yes, the Ukrainians that decide, that okay, we, we can't do it. We can't do much more. We got to, we got to, we got to negotiate our way out of it. But that's up for, but that's up Zelensky. for us to decide. Right. That's up for Zelensky. Just like control. it's not to blame the United States for the fact that a sovereign nation, Ukraine, wants, wanted, and still wants to join NATO. Right. It's right. their choice. They are making that decision that they want to be aligned with the Western world. Right. So in a, so when they decided that that's the position that they're taking, Russia said, no, this is not acceptable. And Russia, if my memory serves me correctly. Go ahead. Invaded Ukraine. Uh, in 2014. I mean, this well, has been going on for a long time. Right. But yes. So first they took the Crimea. So what happened, I mean, the, 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 the events were Ukrainians rose up. To rid themselves yeah. of a Kremlin puppet. Yep. And then the Russians tried to kill the people that 
or it was before. Yes, it was before they tried to kill. I don't remember the actually now. Okay, I don't remember. But it culminated in there was an uprising in Ukraine, the Maidan uprising <laughs> against Russian puppets. They drove the guy out of office. And anyway, it culminated in right after the Sochi Olympics in 2014. Yeah. Uh, the invasion of Ukraine Crimea. by the Russians and, and the Crimea. annexation of yeah. Crimea. And then, of course, in 2022. Right. There was the invasion of the Ukraine. special military operation. So to blame the United States for this, like, well, that's that's the argument that John Mearsheimer from the University of Chicago said is that in the mid nineteen nineties, when the United States expanded NATO, yes, when all these countries were clamoring yes. in to get into NATO, and the United States being the big dog said, "Okay, we want to do this." Yeah, that's the reason why the Russians have invaded, right? Because of so, something we did thirty years ago. So with ignoring a whole host of other things that Vladimir Putin has said. I feel about, like Mearsheimer is problematic in the extreme. Um, on a variety of levels, yes. yes. I mean, I know students who – I know some people have been his students who've loved working with him. But okay. um, I think he's, mm, let's say, problematic. Problematic. I problematic. mean, the whole Israel lobby kerfuffle, and, as yeah. you would call it. It was um, – what was and it, I talked to him about it, actually. I said, you know, oh, he, you said to me, you, he said, no one can say that we're wrong. I was like, oh, you got a whole bunch of facts wrong, actually. <laughs> I love that. No one can say that we're wrong. No one can say that well, we're well, wrong. That gives you a sense of the sort of arrogance yes. of someone like Mirshammer. No um, one can say that we're wrong. I feel like that should be the slogan of this podcast. <laughs> we should change that, the name. We'll name it that one this week. No one can say that we're wrong. Well, no, we should change the name of the online corner to corner, no one oh, can no say that we're wrong. Well, basically kind of the same thing. Exactly. I mean, who's <laughs> going to say that we're wrong? Right, right. And oh, we're gonna... I just thought of another Jew behaving badly to go along with Mort Klein and uh, and uh, and um, what's his name? Jonathan Tobin. And Is he Roseanne Barr Jewish? Who? Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. I, I, we're talking about Ukraine. We're talking about John Mearsheimer. And then I'm bringing in Roseanne Barr. Roseanne sorry. Barr, exactly. We've we'll, we'll, really we'll, elevated, we really we'll elevated have to wait the until discourse. the eighth season. Yeah. Season we've eight. Got, we've elevated we'll, the discourse now. Yeah. No, I, I think I think um, the, you have the – and it's essentially the position of a – I wouldn't say the majority of people in the Republican Party, but a significant number of members of Congress are of the view that um, they don't support Ukraine. Yeah, it's crazy though. They don't support Ukraine for a number uh, uh, of reasons. One being but that, but Ukraine was the subject of the first impeachment. Right. And then they're to, linking it though to um, infrastructure that needs repair here. And, you know, we're. They voted against all that. All of it. And they're saying, like, we should be spending all this money at home. I know, but it's they voted against the, the way Inflation budgets, Reduction Act. The then they're taking work. credit for it in their, in their districts. It's yeah. total insanity. It is then insanity. Um, they don't want to get into World War III. Legitimate, but uh, you know, appeasing someone like Vladimir right. Putin is more likely to get us into uh, a conflict. We Everybody should read their history books. Uh, then they want to link it to uh, the Biden crime family. Yeah, I love this, but none of this is based and Zelensky's in, in a Jew. reality. They don't like. They don't like him. He's a Jew. Wait, Zelensky's a Jew. Uh, I'm telling you, whatever happens in Ukraine, Zelensky is a historic figure for me because he has made five foot six Jewish <laughs> dudes 
Nicole look like they tough. could be tough. Yeah. And he's tough. He's yeah. tough. Fuck yeah. Go, going back to Roseanne Barr for one yeah. second without actually <laughs> referencing her directly. Okay. I feel like either we've had this or we're going to have this. It's going to be a segment called Jews Behaving Badly. Oh, we definitely have to do that. We definitely. Let's tease that for next season. Right, but it can't include any of our relatives. <laughs> it has to be like public figures, right? It okay, can't yeah, be like, oh shit, you should have heard what my mom said last week. <laughs> right. That's okay. a separate segment. Right, right, and right. That segment is called, oh shit, you should have heard what my right. mom said last week. We're definitely going to do Jews Behaving Badly. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Okay, yeah. so uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Between yeah, yeah. the heat and all this bull and Jews and and some oh, Jews sh- behaving badly, and RFK Jr. saying that COVID was 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 engineered to spare. Let me. I mean, again, that war on the Sephardim. We can't parse this because, again, he's a lunatic. But, like, are we saying that, like, there's some sort of secret alliance between the Chinese and the Ashkenazic Jews? Yeah, and last time I checked, Anthony Fauci may sound like he's Jewish, but he's not. He's not. I wonder if there's some sort of, like, Sunday night Chinese dinner thing that's going on that we should tease out a little bit here. Oh, man. I know. We did go to the wonton on Sunday nights. So, That's the name of that was the name of the Chinese restaurant in Plainview, the, the wonton. wonton. Very creative and original. <laughs> it was so, always a dilemma: should we go to the diner, the wonton, or for Italian food? Because back in the day, and that I'm was sure, it. I'm sure we've talked about this. Ethnic food when we were growing up was either Chinese or Italian. Yeah, that's like, it. That, those were that the choices. It. And I'm not including Jewish deli in that. Right. That, that was our. And somehow Jewish deli was never part. Of, it was like that wasn't. It. it was either the diner, Chinese food, or Italian. But again, like the options that our kids have in terms of I know. food. Like, how old were you when you first had sushi? I was just about to bring this up. Uh, I was 17. Yeah, I must have my been. My girlfriend, my high school girlfriend's dad, was really into sushi, and that was like weird. Yep. Anyway, so he, he like introduced me to sushi. Uh, when Mia was six, you'd be like, hey, Mia, what's your favorite food? Exactly. Sushi. And then, yeah, it's a completely different universe that our kids inhabit. I mean, completely. I, didn't, I don't think I had Indian food till I was 20 and living in Israel. There's, mm-hmm. It was actually an excellent Indian restaurant in Tel Aviv. That was where you had Indian food? For the first time, time yeah. I think when I was in college... I know when I was in college, I went several times to an Ethiopian restaurant and I actually took a date there to an Ethiopian restaurant just to show her how, how sophisticated how you are. Sophisticated but you, you have to eat Ethiopian with your hands. I mean, well, so with bread. I mean, yeah, it's not with like bread disgusting. Your hands. I know, but that, no, my point being that, I mean, I would be careful about yeah. where I took someone on a first date because I'm even even if the custom is to eat it with the bread, I'm likely to get it all yeah. over myself. Thereby cock blocking myself. I was more interested in showing how sophisticated <laughs> I was. Right. I get it. I don't think it worked necessarily. Oh. That's too bad. I was Ethiopian in uh in, in Atlanta at that time. Yeah. That's yeah. impressive. Wasn't just like, you know, fried green tomatoes or crystal burger. No. Oh, don't don't say or the or the varsity. Don't say Crystal Burgers or Varsity unless we're going. <laughs> I kind of had a yen for a White Castle burger the other day. Or 10. 
But now you have to get like hammered and it has to be four in the morning. No, I can assure you that you can enjoy it when you're sober. Well, you you can just drive up to Bruckner Boulevard. There's one right off of Bruckner Boulevard, right? There's one on 105th and 4th. There is? Yeah. Next Next time I see you, we're going to White Castle, man. I didn't there are know a that. lot of places that I want to go to when you're here. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about going to Patterson, and we've never gone. To oh Patterson. shit! That's no, that's happening. Yeah, that's I, happening. I, you've never been, right? No, no. You, you you have described the the place you like going in Patterson. Yes, but not only that place. Like I want to show you Main Street in Patterson, which is also known as Palestine Way. Is it like downtown Ramallah? I'll be like, yeah, oh, I've been here is. before. Yes, exactly. It is. You'll be like, oh, this is like the West Bank. Like, oh, I get it. I've been All here. Right. Yeah. Cool. It's amazing. Yeah. All right. I think we're kind of On that done. note, I'm dreaming of homeless and Jews behaving badly. We'll, um, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. But, you know, I want to wish just, just because I know Maddie likes how likes right. us to sort of go out. Right. We have to go out so, nicely. You know, nicely. Right. I want to wish everybody a good summer, a continuing Good summer. Stay safe. Um, Don't stay get burned safe. by the if you're by your going to be patio. if you're going to be in Arizona, please put shoes on before you leave the house and watch the seat belts when you get Arizona. Out forget it, Potomac, Maryland. Anywhere. Um, be safe. Be healthy. Be happy. I'm into that. I'm in. And then I'm come in. back and uh, we'll be back in September. Inshallah. Inshallah. All right. And you right. all speak too soon enough. Anyway. <laughs> exactly. All right. Exactly. All right. Bye.